welcome, dear friends, to Kardec Radio at 11 p.m., nourishing our souls with one more, the Spirit of Truth. The Spirit of Truth is this phenomenal book that comes from on high, illuminated spirits such as Dr. Euripides Barsonofo, we have Bezerra de Menezes, Emmanuel, Meimei, André Luiz, Hilario Silva, Anala Franco, and many others. In the preface of the book, the group of spirits in 1961 paid a tribute to more than a hundred years of the gospel according to spiritism. And today, we are going to learn something so unique, I think, You've never heard this before. If you did, you let me know. This is about renewing expressions. Yes. Andre Lewis is the spirit doctor of the books No Solar, In Life Goes On, Liberation, Missionaries of the Light, Between Heaven and, and Earth, uh, Workers of the Life Eternal, Liberation, Sex and Destiny, Mechanisms of Mediumship, Evolution into Worlds, and so many others. Today, he comes, imagine, a group of spirits who deliberated on messages that revisit the gospel of Jesus according to spiritism. Today, he quotes, he actually was inspired on chapter one of the gospel according to spiritism. Item seven. Let's see what chapter one is all about. Chapter one of the gospel according to spiritism is about, I have not come to destroy the law, but to fulfill it. This is what Jesus says. He respects the laws and spiritism comes to do the same. And item seven is titled, is about spiritism. And Kardec himself said, in the same way that Christ said, I have not come to destroy the law, but to fulfill it. Spiritism says, I have not come to destroy the Christian law, but to fulfill it. He teaches nothing contrary to what Christ taught, but develops, completes, and explains in clear terms for everybody what he stated only in allegorical form. Spiritism has come to fulfill at the foretold time what Christ announced and to prepare the fulfillment of future things. It is therefore the work of Christ who himself is presiding as he also announced over the regeneration that is occurring and who is preparing the reign of the kingdom of God on earth. And Andrea Lu is inspired by this very, very item. In chapter one, item seven of the gospel according to spiritism by Kardec, Andrea Lewis comes and that outlines a list of expressions that comes from the Catholic Christian traditions, and he redefines under the light of spiritism. So, pencil at hand, paper 
Let us write down. First word, he says, strictly speaking, Holy Spirit. What does Holy Spirit mean in Spiritism? Right? Many people in the Christian religions, they talk about the traditional Christian religions, because Spiritism is also Christian. Talk about the Holy Spirit. What is the Holy Spirit? Definition given by Andre Lewis. Phalanx, which means group of emissaries of providence, who oversees the great movement of humanity on earth and in the spiritual plane. So, this immense group of emissaries from God overseeing the movement of humanity on earth and in the spiritual plane. This is the Holy Spirit. When people say, oh, I have had the Holy Spirit, yeah, the connection with the governance, with the governance of our planet. What a definition. Now when you hear it, people are not creating stories. They are feeling it. When people say, well, they received the Holy Spirit. Now we know what it means. But there is an expression that you and I often hear. Kingdom of God. I want to find the kingdom of God. In the Judaic Christian religions, it's very common. What is the kingdom of God? State of sublimation of the soul. Created by itself through incessant reincarnations. It's impressive how Chico Xavier's writings, the psychographies, match so much spiritism since Kardec's time and Christ in his teachings. Because the kingdom of God is what Nicodemus asked Jesus. How do I achieve it? I've been studying and studying my whole life. And Andrea Luis explains. It's the sublimation we're going to achieve when we reincarnate several times. So you may be asking, what is sublimation? Okay, I'll give you, okay, uh, the word sublimation comes as a noun, right? In psychoanalytic terms, it's about modifying an instinct, instinctual impulse into a higher, socially more acceptable activity. So it's about elevating ourselves, becoming more human, becoming more sublimated. So when we are in the reactivity of life, the cycle of reactivity. People say this, we say that. They do this, we do that. Reacting. We're not sublimating. So, this means for you and I, 
and we have a long road. Maybe we'll need many reincarnations. But what about if in this one we already know of it and start coaching ourselves to be less reactive to things? Reacting less. How about it? To achieve the state of sublimation of the soul when we stopped being instinctive in our actions and put consciousness onto it and change for a higher, more elevated form of expression, we have achieved this kingdom of God. So next time we say, I can't stand it anymore. I can't, we say, well, this is a training for the soul. So I become resilient. I endure. I know. Society doesn't teach us that, right? No. Society says, yeah, do what you like, whenever you like. Why you're going to sacrifice for others? Nobody sacrifices for you, right? That's what society says. But it's not true. The other day, I was driving. And then I saw this beautiful landscape of a beautiful uh, front yard that gave way to beautiful garden, chairs, benches, and then suddenly you see the beach. And then beer on the table. People trying to sell to us. And when you drink beer, you feel like that. You don't. You may feel some relief temporarily, but not for long. Then you need it again and again and again and again and again. Sad. Society is not teaching us that. The other day, I saw in front of me another van from a wine company. And the way they portrayed it, the name of the wine is related to the word crime. I don't remember exactly what it is. But portraying as if it's beautiful, like drinking wine, thinking of crime. And I was like, what kind of world is this? And then these people, who are proclaiming this, they go home or they go to a therapist or to their church and they say, I want to be happy. But how are you going to be happy when in your daily life you sell poison to people? How can we be happy when in our daily work we're giving bad products to people, deceiving them, Lying to them. It's not going to happen. No. How can we connect with the feelings of emissaries of providence, the Holy Spirit? As in this message by Andrea Lewis. And achieve the kingdom of God. How? Impossible. If and only if we sublimate ourselves. So... Here's a tip that Mentor Joseph 
gives to me often. Says Manis, feeling compressed, tight by the demands of life. Give yourself a break, breathe. In and out deeply, three times. And once again, Now, tell yourself, everything is fine. Everything is fine under God's control. Give your load to God, because God created and sustains us. It's fair to say to God, God, I don't know how to handle this, but you do. Lead the way, please. Show me the way. We relax. Because we are giving our load of worries to the one and only that can handle everything. We're not here solo. We need to learn how to allow God to lead the way. Then we'll be able to sublimate much. He then talks about the word heaven. What is heaven in spiritism? Sanctified spiritual spheres where spirits dwell. Superior spirits who exteriorize the atmosphere of peace and happiness within. So heaven is this state of mind. And as in the spirit's book, it says at the very end of the spirit's book, it says, Sanctified spiritual spheres. So we need to achieve peace and happiness to be in heaven. Peace within. Not external. Maybe everybody can be in peace, but if I'm not, it doesn't work anyway. See how spiritism is always inviting us to the new, new limits. We love it. It's a great challenge. Life becomes so much more beautiful and exciting. Miracle. What is a miracle? According to Spiritism, is the designation of natural facts whose mechanisms familiar to the divine law is still not understood by those of fragmentary understanding. So, people say miracles when... They misunderstand the natural facts of life, the divine law. He says fragmentary understanding. We don't know. It's something that I don't know how to explain. It's a miracle. But that miraculous thing is natural. In the Genesis book, we have this section about miracles. Miracles by Jesus in a Kardec explains exactly what Andrea Luis is summarizing here. Mystery. Yes, in, in the Christian literature, there's the word mystery here and there. They don't know how this happened. They didn't know. So what is the take on spiritism? Spiritism says that mystery is the ignored part of the universal norms that gradually 
is identified and understood by the human spirit. So when we don't know the norms, we say it's a mystery. Like miracle, right? We ignore, we don't know how it works. Supernatural. Kardec in the medium's book talks about it. When we say, oh, that's supernatural, he says it's the definition of phenomena that are not yet incorporated into the means of habit. So one day we'll mediumship the way we understand in spiritism, one day it's going to be practiced much more naturally. Because we are all mediums. But people say, oh, it's supernatural, because they think it doesn't, it's not incorporated in their habits. And what about the word saint? How do, does spiritism explain it to us? Saint, an attribute directed to certain people who apparently on earth attended to their own duties. And we love when Andrea Louis says, apparently, because sometimes people are proclaimed saints and they are not. Really? Yeah. Humberto de Campos, in one of his books, he tells the account of a man who belonged to a church and he was a priest. He did some good deeds and then he was proclaimed a saint and how much he suffered in the spiritual life because he wasn't. And then people were like, Sending these petitions, prayers, asking for his help. And he was like, uh, but who am I? I'm not a saint. Now he was in trouble. So Andrea Luis says, it's an attribute given to those people who apparently on earth did fulfilled their duties. And we love the way he says it. Fulfill their duties. So if we in spiritism, we don't consider anybody a saint because before God, we're not doing anything extraordinary. We're just fulfilling our duties. When we say, oh, that person is so charitable. But that's the duty of everyone. It's the law of justice, love, and charity. Charity is part of God's laws. So when you're being charitable, it's your duty. When I'm being charitable, it's my duty. It's not anything extra. Oh, she's so altruistic. But that's the goal for everybody. But on earth, it's so rare that we think that person is a saint. But great. It's great. Because then we are inspired by those who are ahead of us. Right? Spiritism doesn't come to destroy it. He just explains it, fulfill it. You see, he doesn't say, oh, that person is not a saint. No, okay, saint is the title of somebody who fulfilled their duties on earth, who apparently fulfilled their duties on earth. Then the word temptation. Often we hear that word. How does spiritism interprets temptation. Does temptation really exist? Somebody so pure and then the person is tempted. Should we see it? Temptation, personal position of inner bondage to instinctive vices that we have not yet managed to overcome on our own. So nobody is going to be tempted to do something 
that has no correlation with them. When I feel tempted, it's giving me a sign that something in me is entrapped. That's why he says inner bondage to instinctive vices. Pause. Nowadays, many people say, parents, my son, my daughter, such a good person, but she, she found friends that are not good. And we say, Mm, that doesn't match. Why didn't she find better friends? Because they exist. Ah, uh, I don't know. I think she likes to help. Well, but she's not helping herself by going around with friends. So it's a sign that uh, my daughter, my son, is has this inner tendencies from the past. And now we're resonating with others and connecting. So I'm not going to empower my children to get out by telling these are bad friends. Saying, How did you find these friends? What can you do inside of you to find friends that resonate with your best part? The same for adults. Yeah, I, I don't, I'm not very spiritual because, you know, my friends, my family, they are not very spiritual. Well, then why did you get together? Because you're not very spiritual either. Not because you can't, because you aren't. If I am not, I can't blame on people around me. So what can I do to push that limit? Get out of that temptation that begins within myself. Spiritism is fascinating. Spiritism is always saying, it's like this, mentor Joseph is saying right now, so funny, he says, it's like you have the key, by chance I have keys here today, I don't know why, I have keys, and then he says, it says if spiritism is giving you a key, go, you can unlock your heart, and you're saying, no, 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 but this key belongs to my husband, my wife, my friends, my inspirators say, no, no, this is your key. Hold it, hold it. You are responsible for it. Hold your keys, hold it. You wanna hold the key? Hold it, hold it strong and say, I'm going to get myself out of this prison of my thoughts, my feelings. Where you're gonna keep giving to others. And life's gonna say, no, you only get out of your shell if you open from inside. Uh-huh. Now we're in a prison. Opens from the inside and not the outside. If you keep giving the keys of your life to somebody else, it's not gonna work. Fascinating. Love it. Love spiritism. And then two more, Judgment Day. Some people play games like, oh, Judgment Day is coming, Judgment Day is coming. What does Spiritism tell about Judgment Day? It's an opportunity located between two periods of the soul's existence, 
which refer to the sowing of actions and the renewal of one's own conduct. Opportunity located between two periods of the soul's existence. So it's like in between reincarnations. Judgment day is exactly after death, before another reincarnation, that period of time and the opportunity to revisit what the what we've done in the book the messengers by andre lewis he talks about these institutes in the spiritual colony no solar in which the discarnate spirits can go revisit what they've done and reprogram how they need to change even future reincarnations Plenty reincarnations. We've been through it. So should I be afraid of Judgment Day? No. But let's pay attention to what we do. And finally, salvation. Salvation. What is salvation? In spiritism. Let's think together. Andre Louis says, liberation and preservation of the spirit from the danger of great evils on the path in order to entrust to the construction of own happiness in the domains of the good, rising to higher steps of evolution. So he's saying to us, salvation is when we are free from ignorance and inexperience because evil is ignorance and lack of experience. So we need to expand experiences to the positive and get to know more, more, to get rid of it all. And using this to construct our happiness, evolving always. So what is life telling us today that we need to save ourselves from our ignorance? Let's study spiritism. Today, right now, clearly. But in the gospel according to spiritism, they say, without charity, there's no salvation. We are not going to be happy without creating happiness around us. We need to create happiness around us. He wraps up this text by saying, Spiritism has the fundamental mission in humankind. The mission to, to transform for the inner transformation of every person. Providing explanations regarding our destinies. The reason why many of our usual concepts are restored, corrected. So there will be light in consciences and comfort in the hearts. Just as Christ did not come to destroy the law, but to fulfill it, spiritism doesn't come to disdain the teachings of the Lord, but to develop them, complete them, explain them in clear terms and for everyone when they were said in allegorical forms. And he wraps up saying, strictly speaking, 
Truth can walk far from the word with which we aspire to translate. Translate it. Therefore, renew the expressions of your thinking. And life will renew itself entirely in the works of each hour. So he's saying, let's renew our ways of thinking. Today, Spiritus Megi is giving us the keys to our inner liberation, renewing our expressions of thinking. Do you want to pick up the keys? Here are the keys. Shall we pick up the keys and unlock our expressions from within, renewing them, thinking differently, thinking new ways? What do you think? Shall we, friends? Don't you love this book? The Spirit of Truth, Andrea Lewis. What a message, unique, transformative, so empowering. We love spiritism and we say thank you, God, for spiritism because it brings to us renewal, freedom for thinking, for being, and always boosting the best in us. Thank God for this wonderful message. We wish you have enjoyed that you hold your keys strongly, open the door from within, and set yourself free because the spirit of truth is the way through which we set our spirits free. Thank you, friends, for joining us one more night. We wish you lots of blessings.